Welcome to Bloodbath, a true crime podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Jamie. Wait, Ashley, did you say true crime? I did. So if I'm easily creeped out or offended, then this probably isn't the podcast for me. You could try it out, but this is your warning. Thanks for the warning. This episode is sponsored by Wicked Clothes. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Time for the show. So today we are going to talk about the Bever family. Bever. Bever or Beaver. I know this one. B-E-V-E-R. Bever. Bever, Beaver, whatever. Those two brats. Well, not the family, though. No, no. I mean. Well, the mom and dad's a little, seems questionable to me. Seems questionable to me. But I'll act like I don't know it. Go yeah, on. it's not like we just recorded this. That's fine. <laughs> Technical difficulties. So Something David. SpongeBob way. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> David and April were the parents of Robert, Michael, Daniel, Crystal, Christopher, Victoria, and Autumn. All of these children were homeschooled. Too many names. Too many names. Too many, Too many cooks. <laughs> Too many cooks. The children were restricted from hanging out with the neighbors even. Uh, they were very private, and most neighbors didn't even know all of the names of the children in the house. That's okay to like not know like all their names. Like I don't want people knowing the name of my child but at the same time it's like those are your neighbors you yeah. know yeah like i want most people to know my kid by the nickname we're gonna give her not by her actual name that'll be up to her if she wants people outside of family to know her real name mm-hmm. that makes sense I, I do know what you're saying you know how people are nowadays you know true crime true crime <laughs> yeah they're like i'm a friend of your mom's Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the code word? What's the code word? Bitch. <laughs> That's the code word. That, the code word is bitch. Because <laughs> then they'll look at... Because <laughs> no one's gonna say going to say that to a fucking bitch, kid. Okay? Because then she'll say it, and they will have the look of, like, my word. Exactly. <laughs> and then she'll know. She'll know. Oh, sorry, I hit my mic. <laughs> yeah. Like, they called that little girl a bitch, and she got in the car. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Strange. Anyway... David was reportedly abusive to his children, and both of the parents were very hateful towards them, according to testimony. Real quick, once again, not pregnant. You? Keep going. Oh, goodness, we stop said it. said last week, too, because we have news coming up. Yeah, stop it. And then the next it. week, I was like... <laughs> You're again, not. We're not. Neither. You never will be. I will be one day. It's not now. We carry on now. Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> according to testimony, very hateful towards their children, there was a lot of biblical apocalypse talk against the children where the parents said the apocalypse is coming for all that we hate and we hate you guys. Oh, my God. So pretty shitty towards the kids. Why have so many fucking kids then? Just don't. Just like, pull I out. Mind- <laughs> okay. Pulling out does not work. And if you have sex, you die. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Thanks, Mean Girls. <laughs> well, on 11.30 p.m. On 11.30 sorry. p.m.? <laughs> At 11.30 p.m. on July 22nd, 2015, a phone call comes through to 911. 12-year-old Daniel Bever is on the other line. Someone is attacking my family, he said. Screams and commotions are heard in the background, and then the line goes dead. (gasps) Gasp. Pretty sure we can hear it. Hear what? It's It's on the line. The 911 call. Oh, nice. Yeah. Not nice, but like nice oh not nice 
our, you blood biters know what we mean. The dispatchers traced the call to the 700 block of East Magnolia Court in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Blech. Blech. <laughs> the officers arrive on scene. They find blood surrounding the porch of the home. They break down the door and hear a, fo- a faint voice asking for help. They find 13-year-old Crystal Bever bleeding out from multiple stab wounds. She was able to identify the attackers. Fun fact. Hmm. She actually, they were like stabbing her and she was able to crawl away from them and she got outside and they went back outside and got her and dragged her back into the house. That's why there was blood on the porch. Yep. Makes sense. Here for you. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, she identified the attackers as her two brothers, Robert and Michael Bever. They were the oldest, 18 and 16. The officers went through the house and found David Bever, age 52. He had at least 28 stab wounds to the torso, face, Overkill. neck, and left arm and hand. They found April Bever, who was 42, killed by blunt force trauma and more than 48 wounds to the head, neck, torso, and arms. Rage kill. Rage kill. They found Daniel, who was 12. He had 21 stab wounds to the back, shoulder, and chest. Christopher, who was 7, had 21 stab wounds to the back, chest, shoulder, and lower leg. Monsters. And Victoria, who was 5. She was killed by 23 stab wounds to both sides of her neck, her chest, back, and upper arm. Then Crystal Bever was a 13-year-old. She had a slit throat and stab wounds to her stomach and arms, but survived the attack. And it is noted that the boys lured their family out by pretending to mm-hmm. be hurt. So Michael would say, oh, my God, he's, he's right behind me. He's going to get me. Yeah. Open the door, open the door. And then they would. And then they would both come in and stab the shit out of their family member. Yep. They were all like two or three when we were like in the bathroom. And they did that. In cahoots. So like, what the fuck? That is your family. And I, I not that I understand the parents with them being abusive in putting all these thoughts in their head and telling them that they hate them. It's this doesn't condone that at all, but to do it to your siblings who have nothing to do with this, who've been enduring this with you, you're just a fucking monster. You were, you were only going to become this. And why did you like pick to team up? Exactly. What made you two okay for the world? Oh, maybe they had the conversation where it's like, Oh, I I feel like killing. And then everyone else was like, that's weird. But then Michael was like, What's up, Robert? Because the family knew, like, they were they were odd. Oh, yeah. Apparently, the neighbors saw them doing really strange mm-hmm. stuff all the time. These two brothers that were out, outside hurting animals and stuff. And when they would watch videos, it would always be, like, crazy. Like, it would be, like, stuff that we're looking up, but we're looking it up for the healthy reason. Not to do it. We're doing it to, to make a podcast. <laughs> not to fucking do it. Until oh. you find that podcaster that does it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm so scared. It's scary. Well, unharmed, there was a two-year-old Autumn Bever who was found asleep in her room. I hope they just, like, forgot about her. I f- yeah, in all the commotion. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how the baby was asleep after all of that. Hey, sleeping like a baby is a term for a reason. I guess so. <laughs> I wish I could sleep like a baby. I can. I slept so 11 nice. hours the other night when we got back from Utah. Humble brag. I didn't, I didn't wake up for shit. <laughs> I could have been straight murdered that night. <laughs> <laughs> then you wouldn't wake up. No. You want to wake up dead? <laughs> so Robert was 18 and Michael was 16. Uh, they were both found by a canine unit, go doggies. Go dogs. Hiding in a wooded area behind the house, and they were covered in dirt and blood. And you can see these pictures yeah. online. When the police pick them up, they are disgusting. Their shirts are torn. The, they, 
You, you know the saying. That looks like a serial killer. Like, you can't look at somebody that you don't know hasn't killed someone and really, like, full-heartedly say it, because that's just mean. <laughs> like, let's be real. Oh, yeah. But you look at these two. They look it. You, you just see their photo. You don't see anything else on Google, and you're like, oh, these fools killed somebody. You click it, and you're right. So you're justified. Especially <laughs> Robert's uh, prison photo. Oh, it's something else. He probably wanted to kill somebody because they gave him that haircut. I think he's choosing to have that haircut. I fucking hope not. He must hate himself, too. You well, guys will see on Instagram, at Bloodbath Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> One of the brothers had stated that there was a USB drive inside the house with all of the plans that they had for killing the family on it. Like, okay, BTK. <laughs> right. Floppy disk. Floppy disk. <laughs> the police found it, among other chilling things. They found camera and surveillance equipment, which the boys had planned to use to record the killing of their families and to post their dead bodies online to show that they had murdered them. Which contradicts, like, how far they wanted to go with their, I guess, serial killer dreams. I suppose. So they wanted to be, like, famous on the dark web. Yeah. But they didn't want to be caught. But exactly. that doesn't go hand in hand. I mean, if you know how to do the right VPN IP address stuff, sure, Which you can post don't. that. But I, I mean, they're homeschooled. How the <laughs> fuck do they know about that shit? I don't think so. They got caught in like three hours. Yeah. It literally was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> You're the world's greatest detective. Are Thank you Batman? You. I am couch detective. Oh, okay. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> the boys were both arrested and charged with five counts of murder, as well as charges of assault and attempted murder on their sister, Crystal, who survived. Robert Bever claimed that he and his brother had been planning this attack for some time and had intended to commit a shooting spree outside of the family home after the familicide. They wanted to be compared to the Columbine High School massacre. Get better role models. Get better role models. Says Bailey Sarian. Not time to take her shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily it didn't get that far. But they did see that there was a total of 3,000 rounds of ammunition that had been shipped to the house. So they definitely were trying to go bigger. How the fuck? Okay, 18-year-old is a little understandable, but how do you get to buy that online, firstly? But Secondly, if you can buy it online, I'm not a big gun person, so I don't know this shit, okay? Uh -huh. But if you can buy it online, then shouldn't there be, like, a certain amount that you're allowed to have, like, shipped to the same fucking address? I feel like any amount is scary. You order one bullet, that person's going to kill themselves. You order six bullets, what are you going to do with six? Like, load a gun? I mean, it is Oklahoma, though. That's, hunting is big, exactly. especially Broken Arrow. Exactly. Hunting would be ideal but online you can literally post any age you want in 2015 there's no excuses there's no fucking excuses for how many fucking guns how many weapons how many bullets were in this house and the parents didn't know you got no you got me fucked up yeah mm -mm. anger rant over <laughs> yes <laughs> so these boys had planned to dismember the bodies of their family members and place them in storage bins throughout the home, like in the attic or out down in the basement. And yeah, that would have worked really well. Furniture, I don't know. Going on and killing more people and getting away with it and whatever. I, I think most of these children or whatever who commit crimes don't realize how much work it is. Like yeah. after you kill somebody, that there's still a body there that you have to take care of. And the mess. Like, yeah. And you're, you're not. Do you know how to clean? Get blood? away with it. Do you know? Have you had a period? Get out of here. Have you dyed your hair red? I don't think so. Try it. Try it. If you can't get away with not having... Okay, dye your hair red, have Jamie come over, 
And if I find one spot, then you, you can't, can't get away with murder. You can't get away with murder. And if she, if if you get away with it, then we're putting on the FBI's most watched list. So, so either way, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> so they eventually wanted to steal their parents' car and kill at least at least five people each at random. They eventually wanted a body count of over fifty people. And Robert is said that his you know admired serial killers and whatnot. He personally wanted a body count of over five hundred people. Calm down. Yeah, you need to calm down. It's 7 a.m., whatever. <laughs> it's literally 7 a.m. <laughs> Michael was 16 at the time, and so there was some arguing over whether or not he'd be tried as an adult, which was, of course, overturned. And Oklahoma, be. thankfully, has a law that 15 to 17-year-olds who attempt or com- attempt or do commit murder will be tried as adults. You do an adult crime, you get the adult time what can i say (laughs) play stupid games win stupid prizes there you go (laughs) they originally pled not guilty but i mean they spilled the beans right away so so fucking stupid can't really plead not guilty so when they did finally robert bever uh testified when he did he laughed in the courtroom as he described the attacks on his family oh my god he said killing more than one person made him feel like a god the God complex. Oh, it's one of the like most things I hate. I mean, obviously murders up there, but like the God complex of I get to choose who lives and dies and disgusting. Like you're such a fucking narcissist. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know how you got narcissism from being like hated and downtrodden by your parents. Yeah. Like, how do you build an ego like that? That's what I was. That's what I was saying earlier. I don't know if I said it in the first recording or this one. <laughs> They're kind of blending in together. Okay. But it's just. I think they were going to become monsters no matter what. Really? Even if they were in a nurturing, naturing, beautiful home, I don't think they would have been happy. So nurture versus nature, you think that they were just, they were by born. nature, they were bad. Yeah, because why would you choose to kill your entire family, the people who have been enduring this with you, opposed to just killing your parents, who are the ones who have been telling you, th- telling you that they hate you? And that you're the reason everything bad's happening and being abusive to you. Well, to comment on that, Uh Robert and Michael were the oldest. Yeah. And the oldest can see what's going on. Younger kids see their parents as saints. They see them like they can do no wrong. Yeah. Even when they're abusive and hateful. So we had looked at the, so they could have looked at their siblings as they're on sides with the parents. Therefore, they Uh got to go to. Yes. Even that though, is just like, you should be able to put that connection together of, hey, these siblings are literal children. Maybe they're going to look at my parents the way I did when I was younger, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm really big on the nurture over nature's status. And I do believe that nature, nurture, yeah. <laughs> nurture is the way to, like, not have a serial killer. But also Ted Bundy's, his his upbringing was... A little traumatic with mm-hmm. like his sister being his mom the the whole the whole thing but in the grand scheme of it he had a pretty good childhood i mean there's there like i said before i know i've mentioned this documentary called child of rage mm-hmm. the girl was only five years old by the time she was adopted by a good family yeah and she wanted to kill her adoptive parents because exactly. it, within five years she had learned how to not love yeah so i don't know the brain is a wild thing. It's a sponge. Children are smart. Never think children are dumb. Seriously, though. They'd it's be scary. fucking smart out here. Well, 
Robert finally pled guilty in order to avoid the death penalty. Bitch. Oh, you're afraid of dying? Right. Oh. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> he got life without the possibility of parole, and then Michael got life with the possibility of parole. Should not. And in 2016, Robert Bever tried to hang himself in prison with a bed sheet. Coward. Now, that is more on the God complex. Wanted to get out of, you know, the death penalty because you can't kill me, but I can kill me. But I can kill me. Yeah. Which is weird. Oh, you're so right on that. (laughs) That just, like, popped in my head. Yeah. Um, So he was unsuccessful at that. And then Michael, uh, in 2018, they found his jail journal and they found very creepy crayon depictions of like the story and the attack on I his hate family. That it's crayon. I know it's and the pictures they have them online. It's really weird. It's we'll like, post them. Here's me and Michael, or me and uh, Robert. Yeah, it's fucking. The weird. crayon just makes it so creepy because it's it just does. so childish. But maybe that shows where his his education was stunted. Well, it's not only that, but he's not allowed to have sharp things, so he can't have colored pencils. Yeah. <laughs> They probably don't want to have markers because they don't want them drawing on the walls. I mean, you can do that with crayons, too, but still. (laughs) I feel like that's just all bad. You can definitely make a shank out of crayon. Yeah. I don't know if it would do much damage. It might bruise somebody. Well, doesn't he try something? Oh, Robert does. Yeah. (laughs) In March of 2017, the Bever home was burned down, and it's an open case as to how that happened. But there was a huge um, group funding for it to be turned into a memorial park for the victims of the Bever family. That's and that so finally good. happened. Yeah. So the the entire neighborhood raised money for this to happen. Yeah. In July of 2019, Robert did attempt to attack <laughs> a prison staff member. Dumbass. Now, mind you, these boys are scrawny. Like probably 100 pounds soaking wet. They're like a, a spaghetti noodle. Like soaking wet. And so the prison staff member bear hugged him and was like, <laughs> drop this fucking shank you have in your hand <laughs> it's just like really dude really, really? All right, are go. we done are we fucking done here okay <laughs> you better? You okay <laughs> <Go to yourself. laughs> and on june 25th 2020 it is set in stone both michael and robert are permanent life sentence cannot do anything else goodbye Good. hate you forever goodbye <laughs> goodbye and that's the story of the bever family throughout the trash good day good sir <laughs> so on that on a weird god complex. Do you want to hear a weird fact? Yes. Did you know that the platypus doesn't have a stomach? What? Their food goes from their esophagus to their intestines without the middleman. Platypus Does that mean they just weird. like shit immediately? It's very quickly. Wow. There's no digestive. Like it's just the intestines doing their job. That would suck so hard. Poor Perry. They probably can't throw up. <gasps> I would die. <laughs> <laughs> With me and my stomach issues. <laughs> Uh, do you have a good good? Oh, good good. Yeah, I start David's bridal tomorrow. I am the new dress stylist. <laughs> it's me. I'm gonna dress people up and make them feel pretty. Proud of you. Thank you. What's Mine your is, good good. We got to celebrate my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. Davia's birthday. Happy birthday, Davia. She's not here. <laughs> and then Bryn and Clint's wedding all this past week. So yes, it's been amazing. It's been a busy couple weeks. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you guys got to be sure to check out wickedclothes.com. And use code bloodbath at checkout for 10% off your entire order. And, and the Christmas, the Christmas. Oh, It is snap. around the corner. And we know you have true crime fans. Yeah. Because you're here. Get it for your whole family. Get yourself something. Yes. They have the notorious <laughs> serial killers, documentaries, and chill sweater, t-shirt, most importantly, sweater. And a rug. You know, cold. 
you the know, rug. Cold, getting out of the shower. Get, with the shower, get out of the bathtub. Yeah. Put your put your sweater on right afterwards. Hell yeah. One of our our listeners, Michaela, got the jacket for the True Crime Club. Oh my God. Now we're matching. And we all match. We're all matching. It looks amazing. Make sure to tag us in your photos for the orders you get because we love to see them. And also it makes us put the next thing that we want on our list. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. There is more. Okay. I want to touch on how um, serial killers are being caught like this year. And I mean, they are classifying these fuckers as serial killers. Serial killers. Serial killers. Like they eat cereal for breakfast. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> like they are out stabbing peoples and they are getting caught now. Like so, how many years apart from getting caught? How many years has it been cold and they've been getting away with stuff? So here's this one. It's from Independent. It has it in the article. I'm going to read it. Kay. After 38 years, an arrest has been made in the cold case murder of a Houston woman who was found dead in Montgomery County, Texas. Thomas Elvin Darnell, 75 years old. Darnell. Darnell. <laughs> of Kansas City, Kansas, has been arrested and charged with a capital murder in connection with the killing of Laura Marie Purchase. On March 17th, 1983. Mm-hmm. 1983. If you out murder them, people, you better be quivering. <laughs> Shaking in my boots. Shaking them boots. <laughs> the body of a naked woman was found by a sheriff's off- office deputy investigating a fire in a wooded area near Conroe. A place. <laughs> a place. <laughs> An autopsy revealed that she had been sexually assaulted and strangled before being set on fire. Traces of a man's DNA was also found. As the body had been burned, it took three years for the FBI to match fingerprints to those of Mrs. Purchase, who had been reported missing. So she went missing, murdered. They found her, but it took three years to identify her. Right. It was originally uh, thought that she had been a victim of serial killer Henry Lee Lucas, who I don't know if you know who that is, but I don't. I don't want to spoil that. A lot of people do, though. Who confessed to the crime in 1983 and was convicted of it in 1986. However, in 2007, <laughs> the sheriff's office cold case squad resubmitted the unknown male's DNA found during the initial investigation. Lucas and his alleged con- confidant. <laughs> Otis Elwood Tool were subsequently eliminated from the investigation based on their DNA samples. But through the DNA that they did have on, ho- on hold, and I'm guessing maybe they were having a slow day, they just decided to test some shit and they found that this 75 year old is a serial killer among like other people that he's murdered. And it's said in the article too that it's super similar to the Golden State Killer where he was found in 2019 from one of the ancestor DNA things. Yeah. And then licking an envelope. And then licking an envelope. Like, like people need to be shaken in the boots if you've killed someone. But I, I was just imagining, you know, when, when uh, somebody gets arrested or whatever and their trial is like super public and then they go taking all these other people's murders yeah. as their own, that person's probably just like, whew. They're either few, like, yeah. okay, I can get away with this, or they're mad. Because they want to be, like, known, but they don't want to be known. I did that murder. That's mine. Blah, blah. I just think it's really cool. And for Christmas, I want a DNA thingy so I could put my DNA into it. (laughs) Why didn't you? They had a 50% off sale the other day. You motherfucker. stupid. (laughs) I want one for me, and I want one for my dog. Your dog? (laughs) Yeah. Want to make sure your dog's not a murderer? Yeah. 
put it in the dog murder ancestry. Make sure none of her ancestors have gone around murdering people. Yeah. I'm going to have to put her in therapy if that happened. For sure. I already got to put myself in therapy. Now there's dog therapy. <laughs> for your dogs. It's my house. I just come <laughs> over and pet them. I don't even think she'd know how to communicate those feelings. She would just stare at you. Probably. That's what she does. That's what she's doing. That's what <laughs> currently. Currently staring. Staring into your soul. Oh, hi. She's at me now. And also. Yeah. I just, there's another one in Texas that was just caught as well. And then I saw something about somebody's backyard being dug up and a bunch of bodies. Yeah. There was a bunch of bodies found on a fucking freeway that yeah. so, uh, a girl was like looking for her father or like somebody that she knows. And from what I know of, it was a cemetery that now a freeway is built over and there's just been a shit ton of bodies being found now because they're like, wait, what the fuck happened here? So like people that were going to a cemetery, they're the bodies of the people that they are there to like hang out with. They're not actually there. They're under this freeway. What the fuck? Yeah. So they're going through a lot of shit. That's really weird. It's wherever Morbid lives. That's where I heard it from today. (laughs) Okay. I finally had a day of listening to podcasts and playing Animal Crossing. (laughs) Is that your good good as well? That could be my good good as well. Okay. Before I start work tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck at work. It's going to be so much fun. You got this. I do. But wait. There's more. Bye, 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 b